and welcome to Fascination. I'm going to be sharing the first case of study So I will give a quick rundown of the Super Bowl. Of course, my opinion. Um, a few things, and I'll talk about the Super Bowl from the hair. Let's do that. I swatch the hair from Rachel. I'll rate the hair from one being horrible and ten being not. I gave the halftime show a seven point five. Why track hip hop? It was so crazy. It was so crazy. I thought M&M could have been a little bit longer. I don't think we needed, uh, what's his name? Kendra? Kendra? Whatever his freaking his name is. I don't like him. I don't like him. Um, I didn't think we needed him. Yeah, Kendra. I don't think we needed him at all. Um, I thought the entry into the Um, you could have watched it then. Um, and it's not like you're streaming. You're not streaming. Every single performer was in Oh, guys. Um, 50 Cent was a surprise. Uh, very good. I wish Right. So I, I was not impressed. Seriously. The commercial that impressed me fully was Tangled. And that was the most brilliant Super Bowl commercial. That was the most brilliant commercial I think I've ever that conversion rate must have been super high. Just having the QR code bobbing around um and going to a landing page was I think the most brilliant thing I've ever um so there's that. Um I like the Guardina the Lays commercial wasn't bad either. Um I did not like the car commercials. I know everybody was like, oh, no, no, no. I thought, um, you know, they were trying to shove I'm not buying an electric car, people. Get off it. Like, stop trying to force people to buy something they don't want to buy. See, that's like the worst marketing strategy is when you, and I'll talk from a, uh, from a marketing standpoint, when you force people to have to buy something, they're not going to be happy with that purchase. <clears throat> you don't want to do that. Yeah, they used the choir music and they tried to do it cute, you know. Um, you know, um, Trevor Lane and Florida. Um, what mortgage commercial wasn't. Um, all the commercials for the car. Uh, and I believe the commercials were not that good. Um, wasn't bad. Amazon was all right. 
Peter said. Um, I just, I don't know. <laughs> now, let's talk about Matthew Stafford for a minute. So, of course, of course, the talk is going to be. Does now him having a Super Bowl ring make him with no i'm gonna say well, i'm not gonna say no directly but i'm gonna say borderline no borderline he's on the border yes or no i think he really needs to come back one more year and go again to another circle in order for that to happen with the rams because you're gonna take the sound was it a fluke now i'm gonna say this too about the Super Bowl. when odell beckham got hurt yes the first play the first touchdown was designed for OBJ. It was not, the play was not designed for Cooper Cup. The play was designed for OBJ. With that said, the Rams, the Rams, the Rams were 7 and 2 when they got OBJ. He was a decoy in the first game he was that he played. He was a decoy. That's mostly what he's been all year. I know, oh my God, he's got, you know, how many touchdowns and eight games and blah, blah, blah. Great. He does have to get the ball, you know. They have to make him happy, by the way. Remember what happened? You know, he did, he wasn't happy. According to all of you other people out there, you know, Baker Mayfield wasn't getting him the ball. You know, let's not mind the fact that he dropped pass after pass and wasn't open or didn't fight for the ball. No, no, no. But we have to get him the ball. So on this subject of OBJ, okay, I'm going to say this. Now, it's on Twitter. I'm going to say he didn't quit, quit Cleveland. He forced his way out. He did the same shit to the Giants. And when Chris Collinsworth and Mike and Al Michaels were going, oh, Odell got thrown on the streets. Don't let that distract you from the fact that he didn't. He wanted to be thrown on the streets. He did exactly what he had to do to get out of Cleveland. And the Rams proved once and for all, again, again, the fact that I've been saying all along that Jets fans don't want to hear, that Cleveland Brown fans don't want to hear, that Panther fans don't want to hear, that Cardinal fans don't want to hear. And I will say this, probably now Bengal fans don't want to hear. Okay. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to try to say it as slowly as possible. Okay. You need effective pass protection. Great quarterbacks need a good or better offensive line to maintain greatness. You can't keep blaming everything on the quarterback. The quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. When he doesn't have an efficient, effective, and consistent offensive line. The offensive line is the most important position in football, period. Yes, you need to surround your quarterback with wide receivers and running backs and tight ends. Yes. But at the same time, at the same exact time, you can't expect, you can't expect anything else. Um, now I'm going to say this. Okay. I have to just look for what I wrote. 
I'm gonna just say, hold on, I have, I have it here. I'm going to read it because this is what I wrote. Um, oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> have to see where it is oh i think hold on because i know i have like you know a bazillion things here okay not every int is on the quarterback but sadly the quarter get get the quarterback gets blamed for every single one of them now the first one that matthew stafford threw was on him but not the second one the second one was not on him but i did tell you on friday that i expected him to throw two interceptions uh i also want to say this on the last play on the game you could tell joe burrow did not scan the entire field because chase was open and ramsey fell down he broke away from ramsey and ramsey fell down he was wide open if only if only joe burrow got him the ball they would have won the fucking game because chase would have run that all the way back for a touchdown i think I'm, not, I'm just from my head. I think that would have been like an 85-yard touchdown. Or now, who the hell was that guy? I don't even know who he was because I I don't I didn't look at the replay again. But who the fuck was that that he threw the ball to that he didn't even die for it? Your this is your fourth down. Your right where the first down marker is. You get a fucking first down, and then you could call a timeout. I think Cincinnati had one timeout left. Or you could have at least, you know, they could have called timeout, catch timeout. And then you could have said, I'm in to, um, to tie the game with a field goal. Why didn't you just die for the fucking ball? You're in the fucking Super Bowl. This is the last play for your for the year. You're fourth down. Die for the fucking ball. And I will have to say this. Joe Burrow showed the most professionalism I've ever seen for a young quarterback. He really did. He got hurt and you saw that he was in pain with his knee and he was like, fuck you, get away from me. I'm going back out there and he'll deal with it now. Hopefully his knee is okay. He'll be back. Joe Burrow will be back to the Super Bowl, guaranteed. I will guarantee you that he'll be back at least two more times. That's how good he is. At least two more times, maybe three. Depends on what the Bengals do from here on out. So that's the uh, that's the what if part. That's the iffy part because the Bengals have to get him an offensive line. They got nowhere else to go. They got to get the offensive line. Their defense was not that bad. You know, Eli Apple got burned a couple times, by the way. Oh, oh where are you um, on Twitter these days, Eli? You know, ripping into other people. You know, I think Tyreek Hill ripped into you. That was kind of funny. Like I saw that uh, tweet. Funny shit. But like, where were you? <laughs> where the hell were you? But as I said, I digress. So, <laughs> so I will say this. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. We'll just quickly talk about this quick. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. So I just commented uh, one of the one football player just wrote on his Instagram. But now it's not 
it's not a, a Valentine's Day is not just about women. It's also about men. Like women can buy women can buy men flowers and chocolate and candy and and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. So I responded back with the exact thing that I wrote in my blog. If you did not read it, you should go read it. It's called Download Romance. Um, the link is on my Instagram page, by the way. You can read it there. But Valentine's Day is not the only day that you're supposed to show love to somebody. If you love somebody, it's 365 days, not one fucking day. And everybody celebrates Valentine's Day. Don't really understand the meaning of Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, do people even know the story of St. Valentine? St. Valentine was a Roman priest who performed secret weddings against the wishes of the authorities in the third century. Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families, so he outlawed marriage for young men. That's how we got all into the St. Valentine's Day stuff, people. So when Valentine's actions were discovered, he was put to death. This is what we're celebrating on Valentine's Day. It's not very romantic. <laughs> so then, talking about Valentine's Day got me thinking about some NFL players and their secret relationships they have due to Tinder and other dating apps and also social media. Why do we insist on having secret relationships in the first place? Is a secret relationship one where you also have great sex in fear of being judged, never admit our true emotions and feelings to friends because men prefer superficial and fear real intimacy? So I'm going to tell you this. So as I do my podcast on Fridays, the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, I will continue to talk about that. And how this stupid idea that NFL player is forced into this fake ideal world that they need to be with a supermodel. That if they are seen with real down to earth, the girl next door type, they will be ridiculed. And I will point out this. Okay, this is where I get my point. I'm going to point out this. So Zach Wilson was, was taking a picture at a Super Bowl party the night before with Josh Allen, who, by the way, I think is 6'6". And I think Dak Prescott, who is over six feet tall, too. So, you know, uh, Joe Namath, who made a stupid, dumbass comment that he's afraid of, of for Zach Wilson because of his size, um, who's also the same height as Joe Namath, by the way, um, was pictured with was pictured with um, Cindy Crawford. Okay. Lord have mercy. Um, oh wait, did I not do this right? Hold on a minute. Let me go back. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, dum, ba, ba, bum, bum, bum. so, um, oh yeah, I'll say that too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I'll say this. Oh, that was funny. Um, oh, well, I'll say this. The Jets fans, the Jets fans made big freaking ass deal about certain things. Um, 
Zach Wilson and Cindy Crawford with two ranchos. Sure. Um, and then he goes to some guy's tweets. Zach Wilson got single and wasted no time. So I said, yes, he's hanging out with Cindy Crawford, who is married and has been married just as long as Zach's been alive. You guys know absolutely nothing. You are fucking stupid. If you are, and, and here's the thing. This is why some women are single. Because your stupidity, we have a blueprint of your stupidity. And all we have to do is go to Twitter to see how fucking dumb you are. Do you not know that she's married to Randy something or other, who's an entrepreneur? And she's been married to him for 22 fucking years? So then somebody else said, um, oh, Zach moved on from his girl with Cindy, with Cindy Crawford my king and i said she's been married as long as zach's been alive and then i said something else i think somebody actually got rid of that comment um and then he said something else and then i said he's just taking a picture with her relax dude you guys are fucking stupid and this goes back to what i just said in my in my blog our assholes forced down their throats this idea that they have to be with quote-unquote arm candy or supermodels because they're afraid they're going to be ridiculed by the fans and ridiculed by other NFL players and ridiculed by other athletes because an athlete has to date a supermodel. So we're going to go into that starting Friday. Um, I think it's a very interesting thing, by the way. Um, and then I will say this about the Super Bowl one more thing that I forgot to mention. This is the second year in a row that the home team stadium has had the home team win the Super Bowl two years in a row. We had Tampa Bay win it last year, and now you have the Rams this year. So I said to the Arizona Cardinals, what's the problem with Kyle Murray? Doesn't he realize that next year you guys are hosting the Super Bowl, so that means that he's going to get to one? Yeah, sarcastically, obviously. I don't think Arizona's going to make the Super Bowl. And then Kyle Murray spoke on Instagram about like, you know, what people have said that he's immature and he's selfish, blah, blah, blah. Yes, react to that shit. That's a good idea. Give people what they want, Kyle Murray, in a reaction to the negative. See, this is what people do and they don't realize it. You're actually reinforcing negative comments back to you because you react and that's what people want. They want you to react to the negative. They want you to be, they want you to look exactly like they say that they that you are. And that's what Kyle Murray just did. I'm not even gonna bother reading it because it was stupid. Um, but anyhow, anywho, anywho. So things trending right now on Twitter. Um, nothing really in the sports world, except I believe, um, Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just gonna look. I'm just trying to see what they're doing. Oh, they're making fun of Owen Owen Wilson. Russell Wilson Wilson talking about his family. Blah blah blah. Da da da. So that's that. <laughs> I mean there's something really trending right now because right now it's dead. This week in sports will be dead. It'll be dead. You'll hear, you know, maybe about the baseball talks, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you this. 
they're not playing baseball this year. That's my gut. My gut's telling me they're not playing baseball this year. Or we'll be lucky and maybe have 80 games. It's either one. That and hockey's back. So the Rangers are back on tonight. So yippee. Yippee skippy. When I'm at the bar tonight, I will do bar Enjoy.